This is NRL Boom Rookies. Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of NRL Boom Rookies. My name is Dale and I am your host as always. Alongside me, yet again, it's Matt and Mitch. Welcome back Mitch. G'day. And thank you for having us Matt. Happy birthday for the weekend. Thank you. You old cunt. It's fair. Welcome. Welcome to the club, the 30 Club. Yeah, it's, it's good to be here. It's kind of like being John Sutton, but, you know, you get to live life without injury. Yep. We also yep. get to fail live up to your potential, though. That's a that's Oh, a boom, got him. Well, that's, yeah. They just put 30 on the line that's just for life. us, I believe. That just, that's, yeah. what, that's what the <laughs> celebration was on the weekend, your yep, birthday. Yeah, that, that was nice mm-hmm. of them. Oh, you know, I'm, they're generous. The Souths, I get they're good. Uh, speaking of Souths, and being good, Souths 34, Manly Oringa 26. They are good. Um, are they good? Uh, well, the old man John Sutton. In his last home game, scores off the world's slowest step. Yeah, was, was that what it was? It was like two slow steps. And that's what what it's happened. Enough to bring it to you, right? It was that was a really really good moment. One of one of the best moments of this season. Just a just a, a note. For me, if if Souths make the grand final, is that not a home game? Well, I mean, it is, but it's not technically a home yeah, game. Yeah, I, I hear you. Come on, stop that. Look, I'm just asking the questions sure. that people want to know. Uh, regardless, um, yeah. That that was a great moment. It's good that he came back and did that after getting bathed by Moses Suli earlier on. Um, him and Dan Gaga are going to have handprints in their chest for quite a while, I imagine. Um, yeah, it looked dire there for quite a while. Um, yeah, with 20 to go. As, as soon as um, Dewey and Johnston banged their heads into one another, I, that, that was the first moment. That was sickening. That was the first moment yeah. where I was like, yeah, we're going to lose this game. Um and that was the moment the Manly decided they weren't going to win it. No, they... they, <laughs> they, they, looked, they're bro- were, hey, look, they're broken. Let's lose as a... Sp- yeah. They were absolutely diabolical, to quote the great man, Mick yeah, Morgan. From, like, um, that moment onwards. Yeah. It was weird. Because they yeah. went back... Souths were down to one on the bench at that point? Yeah. So, they went... So, they went... Um, so, when uh, Brad Parker got Simbins, I was like, well, at that point, I think Souths kicked the two to tie the scores. And I was like... Well, if we can score six while he's off the field, we'll probably be able to see it home. And there was six scored while he was off the field. It just happened to be at the other end. And um, yeah, then to lose Gagai and Dewey, I think they ended up with some hodgepodge of a back line by the end. Of, I think Ethan Lowe and Cameron Rowe were both playing in the centres. Mm. I think yeah. James Roberts was on a wing. Dane Gagai was at fullback. Like, it was an absolute mess. And yeah, but then they got a second Simbin and it came... To their most important defender, and South steamrolled them in the last in that in that sort of twelve minutes to go period when he was off the field. Uh, do we want to talk about the Sinbin? The, yes, the was Trebovich one specifically. Well, all three Sinbins were Sinbins. Uh, any 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 one want to contest that? No. Alrighty, moving uh, on. What will we contest? Oh, you think James Roberts' thing was a penalty try? I'm not sure. Okay, no, we'll talk about them because we're not yeah. just going to move on because we've only got two games and people True. want to talk, mm. people want to keep talking about this referee bullshit as always. So we'll talk about them. Um, the Rob Walker one. Okay, firstly they're all soft. I don't give a shit. It doesn't matter if they're soft or hard sim bins. Yeah, <laughs> like, the Walker one is soft, but that's the rule that came in, and that's the rule that came in in 2017 because Commentator has kept whinging about the slap and giggle when every there was every time there was a there was a melee. Now players were slapping and palming each other in the face, and they thought it was embarrassing, so they got that rule brought in because the commentators whinged about it. And Cody Walker slaps a man and gets sim bin. Fine, whatever. He gets Simbin. I don't have a problem with hands to the face being a Simbin. I don't care. Uh, neither do I. That, if, like, you're gonna, if you're going to say that punching someone in the face is a Simbin, exactly. if you hit someone in the face, it, like just don't raise like, your hands. Like, that's, is it that hard not to slap someone? Like the, 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 Clearly, the, as we the, saw. The Cody Walker one was a selfish, selfish Simbinning, and he and he has moments like that in him that are selfish, and that was one mm. of them. That's not a team That's not a team move. The strangest move. thing about it is, like, they've got it ingrained in them that they're not allowed to punch. 
So he had the presence of mind to not punch the guy. So he's clearly like conscious of his actions at that point. Yeah. He's trying to get away with it. But then he slaps him anyway, which is also a symbol. I yeah. don't know. And then, and then the next one, the Brennan Elliott one, which is obviously the kick through. Roberts is chasing... Brad Parker. Sorry, Brad Parker. What am I saying? Other, other cabbage. <laughs> uh, Brad Parker trips Roberts. Well, I don't think anyone argued this one, right? No, no one argued it was a Simbin. Yeah. I personally thought it was a penalty try. But this is one of those things you look back on. People get lazied in on this Jake Devojevic call as to why, oh, Manly were robbed. It's like, well, you know, if if Manly scored that try when Brad Parker was in the bin and the game went as it should have from then, which is South had two players down in their back three, Manly should have gone on and won, you would have then been saying, well, South got robbed we're not getting that penalty try. It's like, nobody got robbed in this game. One team conceded 34, one conceded 26. It's their own team's fault they lost. Mm-hmm. And the person's fault that Jake Dvojevic got sin-binned was Jake Dvojevic. Yeah. It was soft, yes. But again, he grabbed him. If uh, my, t- my, take of, my take with the Dvojevic thing is... You see it a lot where like somebody will run behind somebody and unintentionally clip their heels. The issue is not the fact that he clipped his heels, in my opinion. The issue is the fact that he put his hands on him. Yeah, if he, he doesn't he, raise his arms and he just keeps a running motion and they clip heels, I don't think you can argue yeah. that it's a penalty. Because and, like, that's just in the action okay, of... Gago took a dive. He didn't. The heel clipping is what made him fall over. And who but cares if he took a dive anyway? After his jersey was grabbed. Yeah. And, but it's like... Dvojevic put the referees in the, the situation to make a decision. Yep. It was his fault, and people are saying that it wasn't his intent. What the fuck do you know what his intent was? Yeah, and also intent. Do you think he's going to come out after the game and say, yeah, I dragged him down on purpose? I no, actually, you don't know his intent. I tripped him deliberately. Yeah, it's just like when football players, you say, clip their heels, and they do it on purpose and put their hands in the air. Yeah. Oh, I didn't mean to do that. It's like, mate, you don't know what Dvojevic meant to do, and you'll, and you'll never find out. He'll never tell you he tried to pull him down. We've said this a thousand times, but like, if intent was written into the rules, then knock-ons wouldn't exist. Yeah, and it, uh, that's one of the dumb arguments of it, too. Oh, he didn't mean to do that. It's like, yeah, that's what everything they don't mean to do, something that's foul yeah. play, but they do it anyway. And yeah, he, he got what he deserved. It was, again, probably a little soft, but so what? You challenge Jerry Sutton, who's one of the more by-the-book referees in the game, to rule on something by the book, and he instantly said Sinbin. Wasn't they thought about it? He thought Sinbin instantly. So he heard the guy got grabbed. He Sinbin him. That simple. And again, it's not the referee's fault that Manly capitulated. No. They're in a situation. No. They're leading with twenty to go. Souths are down. Two outside backs. They're already down to one on the bench. They are busted. They're on their own goal line, working off their goal line. And they got back in the game because of Manly's own stupid mistakes, not because of the referees or anything else. And the last 15 minutes for Manly was just an absolute sort of smorgasbord of just dumb dumb and baffling decisions. The pimps in the crib, ma. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. But none, but none, my friends, more baffling than this. Now, You're down six. Yeah. Hear me, out, hear me out, hear me out. You're down six points, Dale. All right. You've. And Adam Reynolds has shaken off a pretty poor game by his standards to put in a beautiful kick and trap your fullback in the end goal, forcing a dropout with mm. about 90 seconds to go. Okay, go on. If you needed to take a short dropout and get the ball back with a minute and a half to go, would you A, take the dropout as quickly as you could, or B, let the shot clock run down inexplicably? It's a tough one. I would probably go with A. I also would go with A. Mitchell? Maybe A. Yeah, probably A. So, Daily Chairman's went with B. Brave. And the siren yeah, contra- went off before he... Yeah, controversial. Yeah. Um, which I enjoyed this a lot. It was very, very funny. But, like... Like, a lot. I, I'm sure <laughs> I could, Probably a concerning amount. Like, 
I, I was at the game with my family and also Matt Coleman. And as soon as he did this, I'm like, drop it like it's hunt. Dane yeah. Gagai is saved. Adam Reynolds is saved. Brendan Elliott is saved. saved. Jake Turbo is saved. They're all saved. This is it. Mm. Other things might have... I mean, obviously, they were probably going to lose the game anyway, but this went. This took their chance from 2% down to 0%. Can, can you think and of it a, was fucking like, funny. Can you think of a single play... Like This is up there with J.R. Smith not passing the ball. <laughs> uh, like... <laughs> Throwing the throwing the ball when and when Butler caught it on the goal line, like I can't think of many more bonehead like a singular I mean, boneheaded it's, it's plays. It's really boneheaded. Was it not as, against not, you guys? He decided not to take a shot at field goal too. Yeah, that was and that was what three days after the Origin thing where he yeah, also didn't also take field goal. Field goal. Yeah, 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 he, yeah. The same thing. Put up a bomb. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fine. I don't know. DC what, like and it, not just it's not just a player. It's arguably the smartest player in the whole comp. Just forgets there's a shot clock. Love it. Not an argument I'd make. <laughs> he's um, uh, he's got too many thoughts going on in that no. in that big head of his. And yeah. obviously, I enjoyed it a lot. As I said on the <laughs> night, when Gob was handing out the clutch gene, he exchanged his share with two Cronk for extra neck. Okay. That's what he did. <laughs> so he's like, "This is great. Look at this neck I've got here. This is fantastic. Who needs whatever this clutch gene's called? All yours, Cooper. You have that. Yep. And this is what we got." Uh, it was really funny. It was it was great, and also obviously I did enjoy the Javovich Shimbin because I enjoyed the sad face after it. That was that was great. That was fantastic. Knowing he let the team down. Oh. Knowing he had to go home to <laughs> Mum's house and get in trouble for what he did. Get milk on the way though. Mum's out of milk. I, and I asked. I asked. I asked. Pick up some This yeah. a couple of hours after the game, I said, "Campo, what percentage of the Raiders fans have sent that Adam Fanua Blake doing the crying eyes photo to a Manly fan?" And he said, hundred and two percent." Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, "Yep." And that yeah. I, think, right. I think Frankie, for some reason, turned it to everybody he's met since then. <laughs> Good. I'm fine with it. I think he was yeah. just. I think Frankie's just replying with it to every man, just every tweet he the is. club's putting out. Which Petty is a lifestyle, boys. Yeah, I mean, but look, it, it is very funny that that incident, and yeah, we just like obviously when full time hit, well, when that moment happened, mm. I knew we'd won, and that was great. But my God, I'm sure everyone that was not emotionally invested in this game would have thoroughly enjoyed it like literal literal ruffles I, I enjoyed it but it was good in the way like an under 20s game is good yeah like there's a lot of dumb stuff like why are people doing stupid shit all the time you know uh, there's the people getting simmed for dumb things there's guys headbutting each other there's a million errors and there's lots of shit defence tries well, like, yeah Cam Murray's try was an under 12's try yeah the, um, both Murray tries were like this terrible defence the tries through uh, Adam Reynolds defence were bad oh like, the Corey Waddle try Mo- Moses the, Sully's yeah. uh, effort on uh, Sutton and Gagai oh is an under God. 20's try that's peak 20's and then the second one off the scrum just yeah. harming Dan Gagai into oblivion that's it like, oh. that's what, so it was an entertaining game but and credit you know, to Wayne for um after that moment, hooking him was like, "Look, hmm, maybe I should move him." <laughs> yeah, and putting him on the other wing, and um, yeah, and then Campbell Graham was on him, obviously. But then with what happened to Alex Johnson and Dewey, uh, we had Cam Murray go back out there, back in the centres, and scored the match equaling. No match winning. Winning is it the yeah, win? He scored the winner. Oh, he just scored, 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 scored the equaling. Sorry, yeah. yeah, he's got the match winning try. And Ray Warren called him Jimmy the Jet. Stepping, yeah, <laughs> step, stepping Moses Sully way out of position, like whatever. I'm just Moses gonna, overcommitted. I mean, we can discuss this more when we get to the game preview. But I honestly think they should put him on Lay Lua. Fucking honestly. But um, I want to give some credit though to, to Adam Dewey because when he he's improved so much oh, at fullback in like ten weeks. Kicks was he was outstanding. He hit somewhat full pace, and it's not like it means everything. But there's a reason why he, had, he only had nine runs and had 140 odd meters. It's like because he was hitting every single kick at pace. And yeah, they made it, made every ball his. And uh, Johnson back on the wing. Obviously, we all already know he's a terrible worker. There he doesn't really get involved when he's out there. But any tricycle opportunity, he takes it. And whilst Elliot's defence was soft on him, I mean, 
a winger of Johnson's size doesn't really have much right to score from yeah. 10 metres out, but he found a way to do that. As I said during the game, if Dewey's on the wing for that try, we don't score. And if Johnson's at fullback for a couple of those 15 metre runs, Dewey brokes off, they don't happen. So mm. I think we found, I think that's got to be the way forward for them. Yeah. And uh, Dan Gago, I've said this many a times, he's under the radar in terms of worst contracts in the league. He never really gets attention for it. But anytime in the centres, he's up against a half deep, like, half-decent opposition centre or a strong one. He embarrasses himself. He's all arms in defence, but he made three mistakes in this game too. But Sully, you know, a guy at the start of the year that we saw in his jersey on the night, it was loose. He was fat he as looks, the start of the year. He looks good. He, he looks good trim, he's work, yeah. He's finally learned, learned, worked harder and clicked, and obviously Dez, Dez had a bit, of a, a bit of an effect on him there, but a massive turnaround for him, but then another embarrassment for an apparent rep player in, in Dan Gagai who just, mate, as you said, you're trying to hide... Him from position centres. Mitch, uh, Mitch gestured uh, Dank Agai's uh, tackling technique to me, and it uh, reminded me a little bit of uh, Gingerbread Man out of Shrek. Yeah, it did. All, it, all arms, yeah. no chest. I had to laugh. I think after Suli scored the try, there was a little gap before they went back and did the kickoff, but like before the conversion, mm. and um, they flashed up on the screen the tackle breaks for the night, and um, Adam Dewey was second with three. Moses Suli had 11. <laughs> yeah. I think nine of them were on Dane Gagai in did that they, one and play. Did they put a live ladder up as well? <laughs> no. And the oh, moment Gagai left the centres, he didn't break another tackle. Yeah, <laughs> then, like, they went through him for the winning try. But that's it. Yeah. I thought... I do think, you know, it obviously didn't go their way, but I thought for the first 60-odd minutes, I thought Dez really nailed how they set up. Early in the game, they really went at Sam Burgess and Adam Reynolds, and Reynolds just copped a lot of flack for it, but they found an overzealous Sam who was always going to be there coming back from, from, from uh, his suspension. Who was jamming in a lot? He was doing that early. Yeah, he got caught real. I think it was the second try they he scored. He was a mile he got caught really And obviously Reynolds was embarrassing on his back back heels on that try, but they were attacking Sam early. And then as the game went on, they w- then went just they were dr- doing wide sweeps to the right, but getting Sully one on one. That was the important thing: getting one on one with Gagai and getting him away from assistance because John Sutton in his old age isn't a notable defender either. So they were really smart early, but um, it was it was I don't know. It was like almost the fact that. You guys had injuries and concussions at the back end of the game. That changed how they had to play. And you guys got back into it. You guys, like Wayne Bennett said after the game, he wasn't happy with how they played, obviously, but it's like there's something about this South team that you just seem to find a way. And I did discuss with someone today. They were like, oh, they've got no chance. They've been so lucky this year. And I was like, well, what makes you think their luck's going to run out? Like, why? This is what? Yeah. They just, they keep finding a way to win, but that's, like, and I, I, I think after, like after the game, we were just sort of, you know, take, catching our breath and sort of taking stock of what we just watched. And Pop was like, "Oh, Matthew, they can't win the comp." I'm like, "Why? They just have to get lucky for two more weeks." Yeah, you, like they've just got to find ways to win twice more. You can it's, seriously, it's, it's surely like I mean, Cronulla were terrible all season and still made the finals. They beat yeah. Canberra in Canberra earlier this year. They beat the Roosters twice. They yeah. gave the Storm a good game up in Gosford the one time mm. they played them. There's no reason why they can't win the competition. Right. They, I, I don't agree. think they will. No, yeah, they'll probably lose this week, but you can't give them no chance. I mean, I think that's insane. It is. It's um, like you know, again, don't know who South turn up or the Raiders turn up. Or both, simple. or neither, or neither. Could be a very expensive exercise to see no rugby league. But yeah, and, and obviously the most concerning thing for me for this game for South is obviously the defense. Twenty six points conceded in sixty odd minutes. Canberra, we licking the lips at that against Manly as Manly, well, yeah. who like have been decent in attack, but like also are missing yeah. seventy eight points. We also had like. Yeah, again, none of the missing players. Dylan Walker had a cracker, by the way. You mentioned that pre-podcast. Mm. Shout out Harry Ramage, who I think when he was on the pod said he liked Dylan Walker to have a blinder in the halves this week, and he did. Yeah, but uh, you know they did have they had Brendan Elliott 
have the second worst game of someone in the finals. <laughs> Dan Gagai having the worst by some distance. But Elliot was terrible for them in this game. But they just find a way when they have hot when they have a highly flawed side on the field. Dez finds a way to maximise the strengths of that side, and that's a big difference that they've had this year. Yeah, I think you can make a case that he's the best coach of the last. I mean, it's of still probably year. Bellamy, but like yeah. of the last ten years, like yeah. But you know, he won. Well, as, as you know, me and you were like the two people in Manly fans uh, that didn't jump off We've not brought that up. No, we show. haven't. Well, I haven't been here for two weeks. I've so still brought it up every good. week. That's good. You can um, stay strong. But, um, like, you know, Bellamy's always had, and I've, obviously the argument you can make is that he makes all of those guys into the Australian reps or the Kiwi mm. reps that they are, but he's always had, you know, rosters that most clubs would envy. Well, the big and difference is... Manly well, like, have never really had that. Then the, the, You can see it with this team. This team was... They are, a ho- they are a hodgepodge and who did of they, they didn't really recruit anyone to that mm. team this year. Yeah, they got, what, Ruben Garrick. Yeah, who is very handsome. Yeah. But, he is. Um, but yeah, and but Dez has turned them into a very good yeah. team. Yeah, and the other advantage Bellamy has is he's been working with that team for 15-odd years. It's Top. his system turning over now. He knows yeah. what the players are coming. He's planned whatever. Dez just turned up. And also, like, with, <laughs> with DCA, I know that, I know that uh, like, he's been there for donkey's years, but, like, he's played under different coaches while Dez has been away. And at the same time, like, Bellamy has, like, the greatest player of all. Like, we shouldn't be kind mm. of yep. putting that under the rug. But also, like, he's he's gone out and he's found players and put them in systems, both obviously in kind of Reggie's to a point, but also got blokes in who are doing a job that are good enough. Like, like Nate Miles played there, for fuck's sake. <laughs> the bloke was True. a fucking traffic cone. Yeah. And played, you know, got into a... Got, Got in the played in the finals at least. Plus, Des beat Bellamy in a grand final forty nil. He yeah. did. People oh, forget God. that they don't. Clearly <laughs> <laughs> uh, not. Cam Murray is almost reaching the levels we're going to hear his own interview on the on the broadcast soon. Like you know, Sunny Bill and Sunny, and they did that with Sunny Bill and Sam yeah. Burgess. Oh, I know. We're we're, we're not long away from hearing Cam Murray talking about how he receives opening kickoff or something. <laughs> I love Cam Murray a lot. You love him, and I question if there's people who love him more than you still. Because I was going to say, who do you love more, Cam Murray or your wife? It's close. It's getting yeah. really close. Two but weeks ago, she didn't know who Cam Murray was, and we nearly divorced. I messaged Camper about it. There was a lot of it was. We, we he had to talk me off the ledge. And but, now he lives under your then, stairs. But then it's this, very uncomfortable. Well, no, it worked out really well. Then this week after the game, I was messaged her and said, "How good is South?" And she just replied with Cameron Murray exclamation yeah. mark. Ah, smart so, woman. I don't he's think she knew up on that the he scored two tries. Really, but he's he just did. talking to an AI system she set up. But any time he mentions the word South, reply with Cameron Murray. I was wondering why Charlie was sparking in the kitchen yeah, earlier. But, uh, I think she might have spilled some water on herself. But yeah. you have a challenge. I don't know what Joey wouldn't do to get a chance at Cam Murray. I'll tell you that much. And Andrew Johns is in deep, passionate love. <laughs> the kind of love only a father feels for a son generally. But you know, this is <laughs> this is another level. It's. Uh, Hopefully not. Everything, everything he does. He's at the point now that Cam Murray could like look left and, or something oh. on the field. Oh, that's why oh. Cam Murray's I, I done genuinely it. do think I can hang my hat on the fact that I thought he was better than he Angus did. Crichton in like round four of 2018. And, and literally I, no one else was on him there. And, and I do so enjoy I, that the moment he goes off the field, he's always, Joey's like, where's Cam Murray? It's like, in mate, Joey's defense. Where'd he go? <laughs> we suck when he's not on the field. <laughs> it's you like do. when Homer goes back to the itchy and scratchy creators. He's like, whenever Cam's not on the field, all the other characters should be saying, where's Cam? They should. <laughs> yeah. Except Cam Murray was awesome and Poochie wasn't. But, yeah. Ah, uh, well. <laughs> Good. They're potentially back. Maybe. All right. Yeah, that's uh, what Wayne's prelim at another uh, third, fourth club is taking a prelim. Every club he's gone to a prelim at least with. Huh. There you go. There you go. Fun fact. Uh, the uh, the other game of the round, uh, not so fun. Awful of facts. Manly, uh, sorry, Melbourne 32, Parramatta zip at Edwin Flack Field in Melbourne on Saturday night. I'm not looking this up, but I assume, I assume that 
88 points is the biggest finals turnaround ever in terms of margins. We'll take we'll take it as a fact. Considering I mean, the last week was the biggest margin. Yep. <laughs> Say it's a pretty safe bet. Yeah. Fuck me. Yeah, um, is anyone surprised at all? Uh, well, pa- no. I mean, Parramatta played their grand final last week. Let's be oh, honest. Oh, it's not so much that. Do it's that. Just that Brisbane not very good, and Melbourne. I'm oh, sorry, and Parramatta are incredibly good at wank best, and they're not that good anywhere else. Yeah, yeah. it's. I mean, yeah, I'm a little bit not surprised good they didn't score any. The people points, giving Parramatta a chance were just reading way too much. Obviously, didn't know how bad the Broncos were. But the difference, that Broncos game, there was no difference between, I said to you before, Podcast Bunga, that Broncos game, there was no difference between 24-0 and 58-0. The difference is Parramatta ran the score up. you know. And in this game, the Storm probably could have run the score up too, but that's just, they didn't really need to. No. But what I'm saying there is like, Parra were not that good of a team coming in the finals. They weren't, they weren't going to go and take on no. a real team in the finals and beat them. And you know, maybe if this game's at their stadium, this game's a little a bit closer, but yeah. they just had no chance from this game. And I, I, I mean... It was how many minutes in? We were all together on Saturday night. Five, five minutes. minutes. First try was five minutes. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> once it was two tries in the opening 10 or whatever it was, I was like, yeah, I didn't watch another second of that game. I was like, this game's over. And I, I, t- I, don't and I turned to- on to Japan versus Russia. Good call by you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, as you say, though, this this game was kind of all, all but done as a contest within the first quarter of an hour. Four tries to Melbourne. Yeah. No tries to uh, Parramatta. It, yeah. That's, that's going to really slow you down. It was over, at least at the start, but... Uh, I did have a few arguments with people saying Parra didn't turn up. It's like, no, they like still tried right to the end of the game. They didn't really have a choice. Okay, Sometimes no. you turn up and someone murders you, and this is what happened. Like Parra was still a large difference between what Brisbane did, by the way, before. Like, you know, Dylan Brown make, has a try-saving tackle with a minute and a half to go that meant nothing, but mm. they were still playing hard and playing for pride. Which is good. That game. They yeah. just got smashed by the Storm of Melbourne. They're not the first to do it, and they won't be the last to do it. It, yeah. it happens down there, but... Yeah, if that's if you could guarantee me the Storm played that well the rest of the season, they give nobody else a chance. We know they're not the same team, you know, every week at the moment this year. Mm. Well, they've got yeah, they won't play again in Melbourne, so they won't. Yeah. And, and they're not they've not had their best year at Amy Park, but this is one of those games for them. The um, Ado Car try, by the way, as oh, you God. as you witnessed, Al, I was yelling, "Don't pass it." The whole way through, and it, glad he didn't pass it. Like Clint, it I think Clint, Clint Gutherson is still sliding towards the corner hotel in Richmond as we speak. Like he's he's still on the way down Swan Street. The, he, <laughs> I f- I feel for them. This was as close to the Semi Rodrigo make a wish try as you as you'll see without it being a make a wish try. Like he made these people look horrible. Like it was just Parramatta should have after that try just been like you know what maybe rugby league's not for us. You guys just you just go you just go from here. You know. What more can you do? Like the bloke know. literally danced on people. It was um, it was yeah, unfortunate. That was unfortunate that was, that to watch. People enjoyed that. Yes. Um, now, will the real question is: Will Melbourne be putting out t-shirts that say "I was there when Cam Smith were binned"? I know no. that's a thing. No, no. not going to be. Well, that's the second time doesn't count. I don't think. Oh, that's bullshit. But uh, yeah, do we want to have an argument about that? I don't know. But this is a classic one with rugby league fans. Like. It was a sim bin, but even if it weren't, people would not be angry because it happened to Kemp Smith. Like people, but but also people, people, people being were angry. yeah, people being like, oh well, yes. this game's being over refereed. It's like he slapped the bloke in the flat face three meters in front of the ref. Yes, in open play, it could it could not have been missed. There's fucking fifteen cameras in the stadium, and they're all pointed at. And him. again, it's kind of the rule. Yeah, like, <laughs> like don't raise your hand and hit someone in the face. So he. He probably didn't mean to hit him in the head, cause he, but it doesn't matter. He but hit him who in cares? the head. Exactly. He hit him in the head. Because he, what he did first, he slapped the other arm off of his chest. And I think he was going to slap the other arm off of the chest as well, but he hit him in the head. Yep. Whatever. That's what happened. Hey, he, the incredulous look that he was giving at the ref as he was being uh, sent from the sent from the field as well. Just like, oh, well, this this is ridiculous. 
Uh, how I can I be sin bin? He like, just accepted it. I think yeah, he just ran was, off. Like he, no, but I mean, like he was yeah. kind of looking at him, like, is this really happening? Mm, Spoiler alert: It was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as you say, it's um, Parramatta. I know that they got completely outclassed, but I think they can at least be proud of their effort in this game specifically. Like Clint Gutherson was terrible, by the like, way. But at least they had. <laughs> at least they played for the full eighty minutes, as you said before. So Gutho, before he got concussed, fifty-five minutes, four runs, twenty-two meters, four missed tackles. Not <laughs> ideal. What, That's not um, ideal. What rank of nobility has he been demoted to now? Uh, I couldn't think. I don't know enough about them. But they're not maybe going. A, Viscount. Maybe a lo- maybe a yeah. laird. A laird. Yeah. He's not even an English. Have you made yeah. that one up? He's not even English anymore. Actually, yeah. No, no, no. He's all the way down to squire. He he's, owns. Yes, pe- squire. He has peerage he's a squire. in Scotland. Yeah, Court gesture, if you ask squire me. Squire Gutherson. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I did like, and everyone obviously knows it happened. But the the balls to move Will Chambers in a final, and as Bellamy said, one of the h- toughest calls of his, his coaching career. He's been working with Will for twelve years. And he uh, bent, he benched him for Curtis Scott in the in on the big stage, and obviously it paid off. But that's a ballsy call, and that's what good coaches do. Well, the trolls get devastated next week. They don't just find a way to play Darius Boyd all yeah. season. Oh, that's it. But yeah, they, Get, they, the good thing at the at the SCG is there's plenty of room off the pitch for them to scrap on. So like, if yeah. Latrell comes off and Will's just there, just you know, fight. they just have a scrap. Plenty of room. It's yeah, good. why not? But, but yeah, the um, I thought also for Solomona of top, he scored that try at the end, but he absolutely balled out. Mate, in this game. like every time he ran, he was just making a five, meters. ten, fifteen meters, shushing twenty five. Yeah. Away fans, harmless Parramatta Junior. fans. Yeah, I liked it. I mean, it, I'm sure but he did, but I mean, he's opening himself up for the Fenua Blake thing. Dick move. This this coming. But, was, but not just the fact that it was like just 15 or 20 Parramatta fans. It's like the stadium was only half full. It's not like it was riotous. Was Come it on, really? Jeez, yeah, mate. Yeah, you know, it's Melbourne. They got other things on like racing and the, the, I racism. Don't know. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, um, why they couldn't get bananas. <laughs> in the and also, if people wonder why Jerome Hughes is in the side, even though he's just at halfback. As opposed to Brody Croft, who obviously we know is the worst player, but at least the halfback. You watch this game and you probably realise that. Like the boys absolutely get around him. He's one of the I wouldn't say focal points of the team, but clearly one of the one of the guys that the playing group loves and one of the leaders on that field. He he looked great in this game in that regard. And he does remind me of another player that just kind of like He's able, much less like Munster, but Munster's kind of like, he, he runs very well. Hughes is willing to get the ball and just try and make something happen. Yeah, 100%. Like, he's like, okay, I've got the ball. I'm behind three players. I'm going to run at a 45-degree angle at that prop. Yeah. And if I beat him, I beat him. If I don't, I get smashed into the ground. Things happen. Yeah, so they've obviously got an interesting run now against against the Roosters. Um, we'll talk about, we'll preview it, obviously, but um, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, mm. I don't know who's going to win that one. Yeah. Me either. Um, it should be great, regardless. Um, looking, yeah, I mean, t- looking forward to it. Cracking games, top four teams. It all worked out. Um, yeah. This is this. These are the finals that the the people wanted. Should we have just skipped the last two weeks and and avoided uh, your team being pantsed, Mitch? Would that have been uh, preferable? What my team being pantsed? Yeah. No, Should I, we just have avoided the last two weeks? No, my uh, my team getting pants was good. It's a good thing for my team. Well, that's that's good. I'm glad that we've all come to come to rest mm-hmm. there. Alrighty. Uh, in the dub, uh, Broncos twenty, Easts not. Any points. Zero. No so points. That's, uh, four points conceded for Brisbane in two games. Yeah, they're good. An average of two points per game. That's good. You yeah. are the... I mean, we already have a statistician here, but now we have two. Uh, Thanks, mate. Out. Can we have a chart? <laughs> yep. <laughs> It'd just um, be a flat line. Numbers of points conceded. Two. <laughs> uh, yeah, look. Um, Brisbane, very good. Um, the Roosters, though. It's like, weird, isn't again, it? Again, just incompetent. Impotent. 
I don't understand. Impudent. Not great. Uh, no shock who the coach is, of course, Rick Stone. Oh, well, your words. Yes. And, um, <laughs> I can't believe Where Wayne, was a great guy? I can't believe Wayne did <laughs> this to him. Freak. I can't this believe was, Wayne this did this to the, him. I mean, we did joke that this was going to be funny if they went poorly. Could we blame Wayne Bennett for this? Then we might be. I'm, I'm where will Wayne, Hey, look, where will, where will Wayne Bennett signings in this in this team? Nowhere to be seen, mate. Yep, that's true. Didn't even show up. <laughs> and obviously, to, not a bad team on paper, the uh, the Roosters women's team, but yeah. Games aren't played on paper, mate. No, they're not. As uh, Brian Clough once famously said. No. Um, but yeah, uh, Broncos are now about an 800% chance to win the uh, win the comp, and they have another game to play, obviously, next week. Morgan we'll Boyle's sister, by the way, Millie Boyle. Not mm. bad. Uh, yeah, had, a, had an interesting chat with uh, Matt Elliott after the game. Supposedly, he coached... Or played with her dad? Yeah, David Boyle. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was that was quite sweet on Greenstand. Um, the second game of the week was New Zealand 6, Dragons 26. Finally, the Dragons figure out how to play rugby league. If only their men's team could It's nice watch. that you both have competent women's teams to offset your terrible men's teams. That's, that was really thoughtful. Yes, yeah. as you know, I've always been a large advocate of the women's game. Oh, yeah, and big, big women's and, uh, game yeah, fan over here. Yes. Can't get enough. Uh, yeah, they looked great. Not not just that, the Warriors really fell away. They were pretty shit in the first half, but they just caught fire in the second half and absolutely ran all over the top of them. They um, scored five tries in twenty minutes. Yeah, well, they scored more. They scored the same number of points in the last twenty minutes of this game as they did for all of last season. That's concerning. Yeah. What would that graph look like? Oh, mm-hmm. wavy, a flat, a flat graph, flat, yeah. a flat track, much like much sheet. like playing yeah. against his Warriors yep. team. Um, yeah, look, uh, next week is going to be interesting. Uh, we have. Brisbane versus the Warriors and St. George Illawarra versus the Roosters. Yeah, Brisbane would have to lose by like 30 to miss the finals, to miss the grand final. Yep. Mm. So they're not going to. Uh, and the Dragons play the Chooks at Leichhardt. It's going to be great. At 1.15 so, on Sunday. Yeah, it's Probably so you, say the Dragons are in already. Yeah. Well, you mentioned Millie Boyle before. She's actually the only woman from the Blues team not involved in that Roosters-Dragons game. So all 16... That's of, crazy. So 15 of them are playing and Kylie Hilda, who played, is now a Roosters assistant coach. What did... Did they say that she was the first... Was it her that was the first father uh, father and daughter to play in NRLW? Who? The Boyles? Maybe. Because maybe there was a husband and... Father and daughter? Father and daughter? Who's the... Uh, what, what Millie about, Boyle and Dave Boyle? The other way, we had... Um, there's the one playing first grade and mum's playing... Uh, oh, there's um, the Kafusi. No, I say Papali'i. Oh, Papali'i. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, you've also got... We know we've got brother, his brother's used as a thing. So is that it? The father and... Father and daughter. The first we have one. completed the circle of life. These are, these are, these are terrible stats. The father, the People don't need this. Um, dragons, the, first or second the Dragons cousins. are basically into the grand final. So the situation for them is simple. If the Warriors win, which they probably won't, but if the Warriors beat Brisbane, the well, Dragons have to win by any margin and they're in. Well, even then they could lose and, and still be in. And if the Warriors lose, then the Dragons can lose. To, the Dragons can afford to lose by like 15 points and still. The yep. Roosters have to win by 18 to jump over the Dragons. So mm. the Dragons are basically into the grand final unless the Warriors beat the Broncos. I'm glad at least that the... the I'm glad at least that these games aren't necessarily dead rubbers. Like, we probably well, know who's going to be... that was what I was worried about. Yeah, me too. Like they've made they've big this game up, and it's at Leichhardt, and they should get a few thousand people there, and it should be a good time, but... um, It is... I, I will say, though, as we were discussing pre-pod, it is a shame that this game is on at one fifteen because, I mean, Sydney is a big, dumb city. Well... I can't believe yeah. that this game's on, and then the New South Wales Cup Final's well, on... that's the thing that sucks. At, they've got the triple Paramount. header... The triple header at Para for the SG ball flag and the New South Wales Cup, and... There'd be a few people that would both want to support the women's game and support the Jets, so that's yeah. unfortunate. But what can you do? Yeah, well, life goes on. Yeah. Uh, alrighty, speaking of next week, um, we should probably pick next week's games. Mm-hmm. Alrighty, first one, Boom Rookies on tour. Yeah, boy. It's Canberra versus the Rabbitohs at God's Own Bruce Stadium. Yep. So we've got... Friday, um, 7.50. We've got... Gates open at 6. Yep. So we've got me, Dale... 
and former guest hosts Matt Coleman, Harry Ramage, and Nick Campton, as well as one of my other mates coming down, driving down for this game. Yep. Should be a good time. Tickets are sold out. There's going to be 28,000 people yep, there. Good. It's going to be lit, as the kids say these days. Yes, they do. Mm. Um, yeah, tickets, I think, think more than 20,000 got bought up yesterday by club members. Yep. And then the remainders was mostly single seats only. Tickets went on sale at 10 a.m. today. They were sold out at 10.05. Yeah, so. and standing room. They've put extra standing room yeah. uh, in, which is really good. Um, I Look, personally, I think that they could, if they really wanted to, they could probably fit 30 in this ground. But obviously, I don't think that's safe. And also, you'd be standing up near the scoreboard and stuff like that. But look, it's this is going to be... I'm really glad that we're going well, down for the, this. I'm really it's, glad. It's the biggest game of rugby league ever in Canberra. Yeah, I don't think that's... Well, I don't they've, think never, that, well they've never hosted a pre But even, so. I mean, like, the, the town's been there for... Well, the city's been there for 106 years now. And, like, there's... Even before the Raiders had an NRL team, there has never been a, a game of this importance in the city. Yeah, like if you throw out the like the Brumby Super Rugby final, that's it. That's the only thing that compares. Yeah, it's and that's that's the crowd record. They won't give yeah. that crowd record a shake, which is well, unfortunate. Fair, I don't know how many temporary seats they're bringing in, but yeah. yeah. But again, as I said, I'm really glad we're going down for this, and not just that, it's going to be a cracker of a match. Yeah, I really hope so. Like I just, I think it sits pretty well with me. I'm sure it's sitting well with the South players that really no one's giving them a chance, which. To me, is a bit bizarre for a couple of reasons. I mean, the first and most obvious reason is that Canberra have a lot of um, history in this department in terms of um, throwing yes. away games that they should win or faltering in big moments. And I know that they've not been that team this year, and I know that they've improved mm-hmm. on their defence, which was a big problem in the years past and the main reason why this kept happening. But, you know, there's still a lot of guys there that were there in 2016 when they faltered, and they were there in 2010 when they faltered, and... Yeah, is anyone what is well, Jared Croker, Croker missed the penalty goal? That'll be so it, though, right? Well, I don't know. He was there. Don't make me think about these things. <laughs> um, Jared Croker was there. That's all that matters. It's more than zero. Yeah, um, yeah. I can't think of anybody else that would have been no. there. No, and I so don't know. So, oh no, Solly Ola came back in twenty twelve. It doesn't yeah. matter. I don't think we're going to win, but I think anyone saying that South have no chance just because they didn't play that well in the first two weeks of the finals is silly. Yep, that's not how rugby league works. You've been taught this lesson about a million times. Is that yes? Obviously, before this game, Canberra have been the better team the last few weeks, but the better team over the season. South did not play great last week and won, but it ain't last week. Also, the game it's, isn't played, that's last it's quite is funny that you say Canberra results. were the better team over the season, and I agree that they probably were, but South finished above them on the ladder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We should tell people all they need to know about form and, oh, this team's better than that team, they'll win. They, they, Canberra should do it. They've had yeah. the week off, and obviously I think the English boys have changed the attitude of that team. Um, but as you said, it's it's in their DNA almost. It feels like to to disappoint, you know. And it's like the 2016 game they should have won that prelim and they didn't. Yeah. They bombed a try in that one. And you know, as Wayne said, this South team is, it just finds ways to win. And and you know, maybe they will find a way to win in this game. Like I'm not right. I think Canberra will win. That's who I'm picking. But I, I'm not going to be shocked if if South sneak at yeah. home at the end. Like either way, it's a win for me because obviously I'm bandwagoning either of these teams. <laughs> yeah. Wayne makes oh, a final who, whoever, this, is the, this is the lesser of two whoever wins this final, grand final definitely. whoever wins this prelim is literally every single neutral will be going for them in the grand final yep. so that's nice um, for once yeah well I mean mate that was the same in 2014 but no it wasn't okay <laughs> I'm not going to get into this dumb this you are dumb, dumb so you're doing you are. it now no, he's got you in he's got you in it's that he doesn't even need to big fish the big dogs become back out of I'm not getting into this argument but is get out of the boat bunga yep so we're getting we're getting an Airbnb we're going to hang out there's a pool we just chill by the pool drink some of my South Sydney natural lagers and um yeah, just hope for the best. 
Mm. Um, yeah, I'm going to be really interested to see how this how this all goes. I've you know I've been to a few big I've been to a few big events in Canberra this stadium, and I cannot see <laughs> the ground was built in like 1984. Uh, actually, I think earlier than that, and it legit was not built for this many people. So yeah. it's built into the side of a hill. There's no traffic. We're probably going to be getting an Uber there and like parking on the side of the Jindal Freeway. I have no idea what's going on. We'll work it out. Will Sam Burgess arrive with bungers in his pocket and take out Joey Lewis before the game? Uh, well, true? I mean, if there's... If they, will they, I can't wait. Can't wait for the fireworks. Yeah. Uh, that is yeah. their best chance. If they just literally blind some of the... It's like throwing... Oh, like throwing so I'm off. glad that you mentioned Lewis because I did briefly mention this before when we were doing the game recap, but I, I honestly would not hate them <laughs> moving Cam Murray to centre. To shut down VJ Law. Do you think he'll? Do you think it'll shut him down though? Yeah. Uh, yes. Is I'll, it just? Is it just more? I watched just Cam more, Murray uh, put the absolute clamps on Joey Manu and and Moses Suli in the last three weeks. Yeah, fair like, point. Fair uh, point. The well, guy's unbelievable. Neither those. Neither Why are those they are, cra- the crazed animal that is VJ Law. No. They're not, and he has two eyes this week. Oh, he yeah. does. Oh, he's he twice as great. There is no like, blind side Murray, for a man Murray who can't can, see. Murray can <laughs> play in the middle in attack, but just. Why don't you just put Campbell Graham there and Gago where he belongs? Well, that also win. works. That, that's the I more practical option, and that's what they should do. Yeah. But I'm just sort of, I don't know. I, I'm picking South because they're your team. Well, it's not. It's not even that. I didn't. <laughs> it's, I didn't it's not. It's not. It's not. I, I I didn't pick them in week one against the Roosters, and I think over the course of this podcast, I've I've not tipped them. Every week, like you do with Brisbane. And Excuse I, me, sir. I'm sorry. I'm not to them every week except that one week where it you was hated like ten Anthony weeks in a row. I didn't, so much. I didn't pick them. And then the, no, the best part about that was the first week you tipped against them. They didn't. They they won. They did. That was the best part. Um, but like I, I just trust Wayne Bennett. And I trust this South team. A lot of whom, you know, were part of that grand final winning team and had that experience and just all the history that goes against Canberra and the fact that, you know. A lot of these South players are built for this game and they match up pretty well in a lot of areas against Canberra. And I just think that just all those little tiny things add up yeah. and I think it's going to be enough to get them over the line. But you lost me when you said history because history's for fucking losers. Canberra 13 plus. Dion, <laughs> lock it in, Dale. Raiders 13 plus. Double the Lua. I am obviously tipping Canberra. Yeah. Uh, and if Canberra win, I am going to be a blubbering mess. We're going to sell all those CNK jerseys outside the grand final and make millions. Fuck. We, and we're not donating the money, Campo. We've got to get. We've got to figure out how to get stickers before this game. Somebody, yeah. if anybody owns a printing press, yeah. uh, Johannes yeah. Gutenberg, if you're out there, uh, get in touch. Yeah. Um, I, I should. I, I'm tempted to bring the podcast equipment down and just have an emergency podcast. Do, do, do you want to cry a lot on? on well, on no, I won't be on it if Canberra win. If Canberra win, it'll be Harry Dale and Campo. Fuck how loose. Will it? And if, it, and if South win, it'll be me. We're going to need a. We're, it's going to go for so long. We're going to need a radio license. Like can we just? Like, can you put it in a backpack and just strap it to to Campo? And I can hear the noises throughout the game. We record him. Surely we can just get him a GoPro. He, he's the man. He's always the there. Yeah, well, I know you're sitting next to each other apparently, which is a ball. No, no. Move. Well, there's six of us. I'm, we're going to sit at opposite ends of that six. He will like if South win, he'll punch me. Like if he's near me. Good. I, no, because I'm not the kind of fan that ever like rubs it in people's faces when my team beats theirs, and, and I certainly would not like you know jump up and cheer in his face or anything. It doesn't matter. Mm. He will hate me. He, sh- he will he use sh- me he as sh- a. He should punch. He you. will use me as a proxy for all his anger. Campo, punch him if you win as well. <laughs> Mate, if South win, punch Cam- me all you want. Knock at his existence. Turn care. him inside out, Campo. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Speaking of turning people inside out, Eastern Suburbs versus Melbourne. And what the, does that mean? Look, just <laughs> go with up. it. Just roll. <laughs> just roll with it. 
Eastern Suburbs versus Melbourne at the SCG this week. <laughs> Saturday after, uh, Saturday night footy at the uh, the land that uh, you know. This one's not sold out. Yeah, that, that's that's, <laughs> that's surprising. Mate, that's got me go. Yeah, wow, yeah, I'm really uh, looking at the odds. Uh, the Roosters are favourites to win this, uh, and, but nobody really cares. Um, this game doesn't matter, and, and <laughs> rugby league doesn't matter as a whole. Well, uh, it's quite funny that there's been no hype about this grand final rematch in a prelim final at all because people hate both of these teams so much that they just don't care. Yeah, just <laughs> channel channel nine are just going to sl- sl- just that. shush this off to uh, this off this off the gem. In saying that, this Roosters team, when they're at their best, are playing at a level that we've not seen since teams were cheating the salary cap by millions of dollars. That's a lie. What are you saying? I don't think that's <laughs> 2017 Storm are better than this. Team. They were still cheating. I think they've never stopped. My take is they've never stopped cheating. But um, the Roosters this year have been on another level. Um, and if they play at their best, they'll win this game easily. But if both teams play at their best, it'll be a banging game. Mm. Um, I think the Roosters at SCG are the other level, I guess you're referring yeah. to, how they played there this year. Uh, well, they've got Hargreaves out, as we know. That is a big out. He that's was their big, best player against South. Sorry, was. their best forward, yeah. at least. Maybe their best player. But So that's a big out. And then they've also got Jake Friend in the extended extended reserves. And there's a bit of controversy there because... Uh, Sam Barrel's going all right. Playing pretty well. Yeah. And it's that whole thing. Do you do you bring him back? I, th- you know, I think you do if he's fit. Maybe even on the bench. But Sam Vettel's probably deserves decent minutes, you'd think. He's been in good form. Mm. He's been working. Uh, and I mean, uh, uh, Vettel seems to be a player who's at least malleable enough to play elsewhere. Like I mean, he doesn't. He can play on. The, he can sit on the bench for the whole game. He doesn't have to get minutes. But like, at, at least there are other players around him that mm. you know you can move about. Yeah, like you so. could, you know, you can play Crichton elsewhere. You can play Tedavano elsewhere, for example. Yeah. So and uh, the storm have gone in unchanged as you'd expect. Chambers still on the bench there. But yeah, this is one of those games that you know. The, again, the Roosters should win this one. They've had the week off. They're they're almost unbeatable at the SCG. They when they're on there, you know. They are on, as you'd know, but Hargreaves was the big dog in that final last year against against the Storm, and he was the one that set the tone and, and led the aggression in the grand final, and, and you know kind of buried the Storm before the game started. And he was the the enforcer again two weeks ago, and it's almost like their team's so good in the regular season, he like saves energy for the back end. But uh, yeah, he's not there, so that's a big loss. And I'm going to go with the upset here. I'm going to take the Storm to to go there and find a way to win and, you know, frustrate the Roosters and make them do some silly things. I, I'm going to take I'm going to take the Roosters. Um, as you said, the SCG for me is a pretty big factor. Like, it's a fucking weird ground. Mm. Like, and at least I'll know the intricacies of playing there. Um, as you said, I don't, I don't know whether they'll still have that mental thing over the storm of, of beating them in the final. They'll know that they'll have that history and they can do it. But as you said, like, Warrior Hargreaves is really the, like the captain of that forward pack, and if he's not there, you've like Takiyaho. I think is uh, he's a really good player, but he is. Hargreaves he's is not the leader Hargreaves. of that, that yeah. team. He yep. might not have the captaincy next to his name, but he's the leader of that team. Yeah, and uh, I'm randomly also cheering for. I want a Canberra Melbourne Grand Final because it might be me and six people there, and I'm, I'm here for that. <laughs> well, if if Cam- if Canberra Melbourne is the Grand Final, can they actually play it in Canberra? Because no. like at least it'll be a small yeah. enough ground to fit everyone. It's one of those ones though. It's like, it's like when Melbourne played North Queensland in the Grand Final, you get Grand Final tickets on eBay for like ten dollars. It's great. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, it's less people to see One Republic, mate, and that it, is a shame. I still it'd don't be, know what One Republic it'd, is. It'd be similar to uh, when Broncos played Cowboys in 2015. That every single neutral was going for the Cowboys. Yeah. If the Raiders, it'd be Raiders either of those, game. but Raiders home game. See, it. oh mate, okay, we're selling CNK jerseys and, and hot Canberra milk at the front. Lime <laughs> hot milk. Canberra milk. Yeah, well, hot I like milk. Yeah, we're doing it. 
Is yeah. it, we're going to make millions. Well, we're um, going to retire on the sand. We made money. a little group chat for the people that are road tripping to Canberra, and Campo today changed the photo to Terry Campesi in that bath full of lime milk. That is, can that we, is. Can we pe- put Campo's head on that and change the photo to Campo's head in there? Dale, do that when you get. Can home. we just yeah. bathe Campo on lime milk? Let's we get the boys around. If I they mean, win. but going depending on how this game goes, Campo may end up in a, in a bath of various liquids at, at yes. King O'Malley's or wherever we end up. The only thing he's going to be bathing in is his own tears. And I thought you didn't rub things in people's faces. Yeah, it's pre-game. Oh, that's different, is it? Yeah, with a little, little bit of smack talk. It's fine. Yeah. You can you can joke around with your pals, but um, I'm not going to say anything to him after we win. Not a jerk. Because <laughs> he's going to be in a tree after he puts you there. He, yeah, that's true. He's going to spear me into that, Lake Burley Griffin. That's the thing about Bruce Stadium. Is Lake is Burley that Griffin it's... near Bruce Stadium? No. He, get him, Campo. He'll still find a way. Yeah, he'll throw That's the problem with, <laughs> but that's the problem with Bruce. It's surrounded by trees, so you're uh, going to end up in one of them. Hanging by, hanging by with a broad but what, sword, a, but what a way to die. <laughs> Although being, happily being palmed, being palmed into a tree yeah. by Joey Leilua. Yeah. Um, Lining and chalk, Camber. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm tipping the Roosters in this game, and grand final week, if it's South Roosters, is going to be the worst week of my entire life. Mm. Why? Because, mate, I mean, it's like losing a grand final to them is like just a stomach churning proposition. If you talk to any Roosters fan, they'd agree with me. It, it, it's, it'll suck. It'll suck. Yeah, I know. Fuck. Especially because like, we're oh, playing in a grand final so bad. No, the, the ner- like, if we, like, if we played Melbourne, like, I wouldn't... It's different. It is. It's it's just different. It'd be like if... if we lost to the Cowboys at a grand final, for yeah, example. Yeah, I remember uh, that. No, because it's still not the same. Uh, as early as early 2015, you still wore a Cowboys bracelet on your arm. So no, it was about 2014. That rivalry is not the same at mm-hmm. all. This is a hundred and something years ago. Yeah, that, yeah, hundred years ago really counts. Book of, book, of, book of Nudes. Mate, the people of Glebe want their team back. Mate, we're going to start... Everyone the three other we're blokes. we our own Book of Feuds in a minute, champ. Yeah, the people of Glebe will start their, <laughs> start a team up. Uh, Mate, Annandale. We're, we're screaming out for rugby league in Annandale. Simi Renrandra trying the chip and chase. Oh, no, it's Simi Redradra. Redradra's away. Oh, this will be interesting. Oh, yes, it will, yes. Semi Rundrundra. Oh, he's absolutely buried it. It's not really a case of Bring back Annandale. <laughs> <laughs> Bring back Lee. Um, Kane Elgie's retired. From yeah. The age 25. This, this was a weird one today. Like, I can understand where he's coming from. I can definitely understand. But it is sad to see such a young player who, I mean... Maybe not necessarily a, a, a fully fledged first grader, but obviously had played more than wasted 50 games. potential. But, but uh, yeah, I, like I guess this makes sense why he he did say today that like he he just fallen out of love with the game. But I, I can completely understand. Like if you know you're getting benched for a bloke who I'm still yet to see exist in Cade Cast, um, you know, know. Hang I, on. I don't I can't. You know, say I, I know his mental state that he's been out of love with the game. But you know, a lot of guys when they fall out of love with the game, it's not with the weekends; it's with the rest of it. Yeah, generally. And you know, he's never been the same player after he did his ACL. He, you know, when they when his first season at the Titans, that team had a winning record where he played, and that was a god awful team. And he looked like you know the guy going forward for them. And ever since he did his ACL, he hasn't looked like half the player. And I was a believer, many were, but he has not looked the same since. Went down to Manly. And just wants to go back home. That's what that's what he said in one of yeah. his messages. But yeah, fell for, for in love with the game. He left a year on the table, so can't blame you. I mean, it's you know some people say it's you know people are privileged by rugby league, which is generally the truth. But if you hate any job, it ain't fun. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, as we mentioned, Warrior Hargreaves out for the uh, the prelim. Uh, 
the, the lesson here. Don't trip people. Yeah. Uh, Bailey, this is a big one for me, even though people won't think it is. Bailey Simonson, which signed for three years at Canberra. And it's a big one because of the implications, of, you know. Uh, that is, you know, Jordan Rapana still hasn't been re-signed and he's looking at potentially a Japanese rugby stint. And when Joe Lua went to the table to renegotiate a new contract, the Raiders told him to look around. Hmm. So he ends up, his deal ends in 2020. And it's a big one because, you know, this potentially is reshaping of that of that Canberra team. And the Canberra team over the last four or five years has been pretty fun. And Leipan has been a big part of that. And I know this year... We have seen a bit of a move on of the, from the reliance on Leipana to, for creativity and points. But, you know, it's been a fun ride and it's going to be, for me at least, I'm sure for a Canberra fan, fans, to be sad but it ends. And if the plan of ending it is Nick Cottridge to centres and Bailey Solmanson on the wing, I know it would be cost you less money, but there's a reason why it would cost you less money. It's shopping, at the, it's shopping at Audi when you should be, you know, shopping at Harris Farm. That's yeah. very true. Very um, true. Well Benji's put, re-signed too. for another year. Hooray. Good stuff. Everybody's favourite. Yeah, Benji re-signed. Uh, oh, here's, here's one. Shane Flanagan's back. Why? Letting him back to assistant coach from next year. Oh, that's ridiculous. And then ridiculous. He, can, he can then coach from, was it 2022? He can head coach. I don't understand the difference between either of them. That's ridiculous. Honestly, I like, cannot get around that at all. Like, yeah. you... you Look, Where's the integrity? Like, well, I know we talk about uh, this and look, it sounds silly, but like the, like, the guy was found to be cheating. I mean, it's their rules. They can bring him back whenever yeah, they course, want. But... Yeah. The thing I can't get behind is the assistant part. It's like, what's the difference? What's the difference oh, between well, the I'm not coach? in charge. Yeah, well, but it's like you could be. Yeah, but also like the the whole thing that happened with the supplement saga is like you weren't in charge f- for that either, were you? That's what I'm saying. It's like all, like when he was not when he was talking to the club when he wasn't there. It's like yeah. you're not in charge. So essentially, it's not going to happen like this. But he'd go to a club and a, a club could say, "Hey, look," or you know, Paul McGregor, like, the Dragon, say, "Look, mate." Two more years, and you, you're probably it. We want Flano to take the reins, but did you, would you rather get paid for two years or not? We're gonna get, yeah. We're gonna let Flano train the team. He's just basically gonna sit in the box, and you yeah. can, yeah, we'll let you yell down the Fisher Price walkie-talkie. And there's, there's no doubt he's a good coach, but it's like an indefinite ban. Really, only meant another year, did it? I don't know. I yeah. don't know who's um, really crying out for Flano to get back early, but yeah. Um, Sam Burgess has been fined $10,000 for calling the judiciary a kangaroo court. I have no problem with that. Yeah, he should have been fined. It's literally just supreme justices. It's not just a couple of NRL blokes. It's like it's the guy who put Roger Rogerson in jail. Yeah, you, like, could, you could take the piss out of like, the judiciary and the match and match review committee and stuff, but, so, uh, but uh, sorry, take the piss out of the match review committee and the referees and stuff, but this is like the judiciary process is like an actual lawyer. Yeah. Like, sorry, and Supreme Justice They're and like, stuff. why does it cost me so much? It's like, this because bloody, this is an actual court. Yeah, it's an actual court. And yeah, they cop what... He got what he deserved there. Yeah, no problem with that at all. And yeah, and yeah, not yeah. just that, but like, what, he was basically served with a notice of like, explain, apologise, or get fined. It's like, mm, maybe just don't just say... Idiot. Just it's don't like, say this. People thinking repeat offenders don't deserve to be treated differently at morons. I agree that nobody that's should miss. That's not how the justice system. Wa- oh yeah, wait. Oh, I wait. It's on. like I don't think someone should miss a final for tripping off for a hair pull. I don't think they should at all. But again, it's not crea- things aren't created equal. It's like the certain same player can't keep doing dumb shit and just play. Mm-hmm. Like what? So that means you can pull someone's hair every single week. You can yeah. scalp a man, but it's all right because hair pulls only are fine. Oh yeah, yeah. Stupid. Fair I point. Guess. People are idiots. Yeah. Any other news? And it, do- it does suck that like. Guys are missing finals. I, I do agree that sucks. But yeah. again, like, don't have the rap sheet. And when you go out there, you're Sam Burgess. You know, you, you know your record. The risk you take, 
you're doing it, that you're doing it to yourself. The system isn't against you. It's the same They're thing. They're not against you. Yeah. It's owner and you know another example is like I'm not trying to big up my boy Pangai, but after he got done with his last one, he came out and spoke out how stupid he was. Not and how dumb the system is. Yeah, and and the point that you were making about Cody Walker earlier, like yeah. he knew that he couldn't punch the bloke, so he slapped him. Yeah. Like he was conscious enough in the moment. Not he didn't see the red mist to the point where he wasn't lucid. Yeah. He knew that he couldn't throw a punch, so instead he slapped him. It's still a it's still a symbion. It's the same kind of thing. You know, going out there that you've done these things before. Don't be silly enough to do them again. Mm. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. We're gonna have me with questions. Question time, and I'm glad I'm back to give questions. The respect they deserve. Yeah. Uh, obviously, as you know, fans, I've respected you very long. I've never abused any of you. <laughs> you on a weekly basis, you stupid plebeians listening to this podcast. Multiple people to not listen. <laughs> yeah, no, I look forward to telling the next two or three that I'm going to tonight <laughs> to not listen. The people must learn. <laughs> As we said, if you uh, do it more than once, you should be punished. Yeah. Uh, Campo37, our good friend Nick Campton. Out of me and Bungard, who is HBK, the heartbreak kid, and who is the nature boy? So, Ric Flair. Yep. Uh, so I guess it's who's going to kick who in the head. Yeah, look, so <laughs> he's going to kick you in the no, head. I've already, I've already sent it to him. So like, basically, it's if for wrestling fans, Ric Flair's career ended in a match where if he lost, he had to retire. HBK, Shawn Michaels, the Heartbreak Kid was he. Ric Flair was his hero, and he says, "I'm sorry, I love you." Oh, so he's Ric Flair. He's Ric Flair. So Campo's because Ric Flair. I'm sorry, and he's your hero. Yes, and I'm sorry, Campo. Yeah. You're going to kick him in the head. Well, the kick in the head is South beating Canberra. Mate, I know about your kicking and the accuracy. Not <laughs> is not what it's been sold at. Mate, I tell you that tell you what. It's not as advertised. Very accuracy. good. You tell me you almost you kicked him in the chest. You say, mate, it almost got there. It, it was, him, it was almost over I the upright. The chest is the crossbar of the head. It is. Harry Ravage that asks, are footy trips the best thing ever? I'm really excited. Look, I I know that I crap on about the holiday to France all the time. When when we were on the train back from uh, Montpellier, there was. Have like oh, you been talking about this the last two weeks I, or something? No, no, there, was no, group, no. there was a group of girls in front of us who were travelling from Montpellier up to Paris for the French Top Fourteen final, uh-huh. and they had uh, so Toulouse were playing. Uh, no, Dale, they Stard, were playing. They were playing, they were playing to win. Yeah, they were playing very good, um, but they so they had with them they had cake, they had cake, they had paninis, they had you know cold cuts, the stickers or the bread, beers. Panini, the Lil Nas X song. Oh, um, okay, they had, you know, they had beers, they had bottles of wine, and they there were like twelve of them, and they were making a day of it. And I just wish, I know that we live in a massive country, but like I just wish that we did this kind of stuff. Dale, if we tried to drink a beer on the train on the way to a sporting event, we'd get arrested. Well, not just that, but also the train <laughs> to Canberra takes five hours, it despite does. it being a two and a half hour drive. Uh, but yeah, as I said, footy road trips, road trips for sport in general are like one of life's great pleasures. And I'm really looking forward to, to Newcastle it. with young Matthew Bungard him vomiting on the way back. I was the drunkest man alive. We won. Yeah. It was good. good <laughs> wow. They, they are good fun. Uh, Pythago NRL asks, who's going to win the Queensland Cup? Well, the Sunshine Coast Falcons lost more games in the finals than they lost all season. They lost one That's game banana. all season and they, they lost two of their three finals played. How's that happen? I don't know because they were... It, like. They were kind of full strength. They didn't really lose many people to the storm. They were kind of full strength, and they just got done. They were they were down twenty four nil with like ten to go against uh, the Burley Bears. They just like full on shot the bed. Um, yeah, they How did. How my beloved Northern Pride? And going? they are not there. But oh. it's uh, it is the Winner Manly Seagulls and the Burley Bears this week. So Winner Manly are a Broncos feeder, and uh, the other Burley are a, uh, a Titans feeder. But Winner 
Manly are my pick because they've eaten Gebby before he moves down to South next year. Oh, I'm excited for him. They had the thief of the night, Pat Templeman, who loves a cheeky intercept. Another one on the window on the weekend. He, they still have they have the great Matt Grote from, oh, uh, yeah. from yeah, the yeah. Tigers. <laughs> it's they got a, a, a failure from the Twenty Systems on, uh, uh, on the bench, Jaden Beryl from the Broncos, Sam Scarlett, another failure from the Broncos at, se- at seven again. A two boom rookie centers in Deloise Huita, uh, Huita and Jordan Drew, who both had hype when they were younger. We love that. So I'm going for them. Over on the other side, though, here's, an, here's a reserve grade spine. Give it to me. Curtis Rowe. Remember Curtis yep. Rowe? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. There, there's their fullback. Dylan Pythian. Remember him? Oh, from Dylan Pythian. Coach Man Man. Yeah, he's, yeah, the, he's, yeah. the, he's the 5'8 for yeah, yeah. Burley. And yeah. now the seven might not be known, but Jamal Fogarty was also a reserve grade boom rookie. Name but, rings a bell. But the hook, hooker, Pat Polatoni. Oh, Pat as well, Polatoni. Who balls what, out in Queensland Cup. What's his spine? There is a reserve grade spine you can hang your hat on. So, oh, man. And so I've got a Darren Nichols and Charlie Ronsonman were in the same New South yeah, Cup team. How good is that? So excited. And they've also got Tyron Roberts Davis, Anthony Don, and Sammy Saluma in the back line. <laughs> <laughs> That's some heat and reserve grade, isn't it? That team's winning. That's well, yeah. I'm picking um, Anthony uh, Don will be a man amongst boys. A man, <laughs> a man amongst boys. Yeah, I'm just picking. Uh, ma- uh, sorry, winner Manly because Eden Gebby has just been the man this year. So tell me so, about him because he's coming to Souths. Yes, so he's from PNG. Why doesn't he play for the Hunters? So he played for the Hunters last year, right. first year for the Hunters, and he's one of the very few that uh, moved to uh, to advance his career. Many of them just want to stay playing for the Hunters. So he played for the Hunters last year, moved to uh, win a Manly this year, and has been bloody sensational at fullback, been a revelation for them. And one of those guys, like he looks like a man amongst boys every week. I know it happens with good players in Queensland Cup it's often. It does happen. It's like any reserve grade thing. Mm. But he has that r- really ridiculous ability to like step and m- maintain speed while stepping. So he looks like a natural. I'm hoping I'm hoping he gets a crack over like a Justin Olam type of thing. Come down to South, work out for a year, then play the year after. I'm hoping he gets a crack. But he's played mainly fullback this year with a bit of centre. Big L- fan. Looking forward to them... Uh, him getting a gig and then commentators being like, oh, that, that's just the way they play in PNG. Yes. All PNG players are the same. Yes. And uh, might as well talk about this World Cup grand final, 7th versus 8th. The Jets yeah, taking on the, the Saints getting uh Saints getting done at, at Cogra this week. Yeah, and uh, Lachlan Moran to a two terrible defensive Wow, well, that's, that's a shock. I didn't see that coming. Uh, Speaking of peak Reggie's Teams that Dragons lineup is peak. Ranges. Yeah, they missed out. Well, the Wenty lineup is like this is classic. Like the case of like they dropped half the team with like five rounds to go from the NRL. So yeah. they've come eighth, but the team has in it. It has Jamin Salmon, Tim Manor, Matt McKilrick, David Gower, Penny Terrapo, uh, and Oregon Kafusi on the bench who'd played NRL games on the bench this year. Yeah, but that's because they've dropped so many guys back. Uh, the the Jets team is always kind of decent. So William Kennedy's at fullback, as you know. So Sony Katoa on one wing, Tyron Phillips the other. Uh, Ronaldo Mulatalo still plays there, even though he played a lot of first grade in the year. And Aaron Gray, like Blake Braley's the hooker too. It's a eh, and Jason McCuya, Scott Sorensen, Billy good, McCauley. It's a good they're team. both. They've got they've got Greg Eastwood still as well. Yeah. Oh yeah. Josh, Josh Hoffman's also playing for Wint. He's one of those teams that these both these teams have a lot of fringe first graders in it, so mm. it should be a good game. And uh, um, picking the Jets. And how about one, Tim Manor ball playing on the weekend? Great ball. That was and uh, your boy Corey Allen and oh, Jaden Stewart, not good. Yeah, a couple of uh, Corey, didn't yeah. work out. Corey Allen fast tracked into the PM's thirteen team last year. Queensland under twenties fullback two years in a row. Junior Kangaroos fullback two years in a row. Queensland under eighteens fullback. Queensland emerging squad two years in a row. Australia's Commonwealth game team last year. Fast tracks into the PM's thirteen this year. Sorry, go back to that Commonwealth one. Championship game team. Right, sorry, okay. it was sorry. like exhibition game played because of the rugby Commonwealth. league in the Com games. Imagine well, that. they did the exhibition series. We're coming league. for you, and then Malaysia. Fast tracks into PM thirteen. 
you know, one of the, again, boom rookie himself, and then has been disgusting for South. Yeah, not great. Not great. And he was terrible on the weekend. That ball stepped him like moments. Michael Chikan did. did. <laughs> anyway, next question. Matty P25. Should Campo dye his beard green for the Raiders game? Yes. 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 That should be your entire purpose of the drive. I'm <laughs> No, he doesn't have to know about it. Just, just someone's got to do it to him. Dale dyes beard green while he's getting really angry about something. Uh, if, if he gets angry enough, I think it might turn green naturally. Okay. This is, this is classic league fan here. Mario Siegs1 has asked... Can you come up with a reason why Nathan Cleary is rated so highly by initial our selectors? It has efficiency in the others that make him more of an origin player. Hey, Mario, just because your team got knocked out, it's not fucking 2019 origin chat time. Fuck off and watch his smoke footy. <laughs> wow. Maybe P25. We're not talking about that, okay? Fucking hell. Do you, am I wrong? No. Moving, on, moving along. Origin. Moving along. Move Mitchell on. We're not talking about origin. Can I give you my blue spine for game one? <laughs> 2020. It depends on this weekend's game. Yeah. No. <laughs> Imagine like Cameron Murray's using this game as an origin <laughs> audition. <laughs> yeah, origin, exactly. Man, P25, have you ever in your life laughed harder than when DC didn't get the dropper out off in time? Maybe. That, look, yes. it's, uh, it's the funniest it thing of this year, in my humble opinion. Well, the Jake Tavoyevich face, I, oh, I mean, that pulled up good. KO on my phone as we got 17 good. screenshots, so <laughs> that was fun. The, it was the second most I've ever laughed at a thing on a rugby league field. What's the first most? Greg Inglis field goal. That was funny. Fair. Uh, Harvey G., Oh, Welcome, no. Harvey. Imagine you're put in charge of the Channel 9 Rugby League broadcast and give a mission to punt three members of the on-screen talent and replace many three for people who work in the game. Yep. Well, who are punting besides Gould and who you're hiring besides Vossi? So, okay, you've given us two. <laughs> I was going to say, so the three that are getting employed are us. Yes. Yep, correct. Uh, you're going to pay me way too much money to also hate the referees. Sounds good. <laughs> Game's gone soft. Uh Bring back the contested scrum, things like that. Yeah, back when I played. Yeah, <laughs> this isn't the game that I grew up with. Well, it is it. Um, yeah. I think we should punt everyone on that post-game panel except James Bracey, replace them with us, <laughs> and then no, watch no. people's fucking heads explode. Uh, no. Inexplicably, no we'll, no. Inexplicably, we'll bring on Michael Bevan too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Michael Slater's out. Michael Slater's yeah, Michael, Bevan, yeah. Michael Slater will come on. It'll be James Bracey, yeah, us three. We'll replace Todd Wood and, and, with Wayne Arthurs. And Osher Ginsburg. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, the other one. J- James Mathers. Oh, Mathers. the bad one. The bad Osher. <laughs> the bad one. Yeah. Sounds good. Okay, we figured it out. We uh, completely did not stick to the criteria of his question <laughs> at all, but I think we answered it correctly. <laughs> exactly right. It'd be entertaining. Would. Um, oh, probably, no, that, probably actually same amount of rugby league talk. No, that is allowed only post game and only to tell stories about his dick. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Very Good. true. Mess underscore Ozil. Are the Boom Rookies boys and associates travelling companions ready to get drenched in beer when Campo starts spilling pints in early in earnest on Friday night? I yeah, am look. genuinely worried. He is a, a notorious pint fumbler down the Canberra way. I, uh, I'm, I'm not definitely not going to be wearing the good the good kicks down to Canberra. He tackled me on the hill at Leichhardt two weeks ago. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's a good man. Fuck. How are you walking? I don't know. But, um, like, yeah, it's it's, it's going to be a good day. Yeah. Uh, Mestor, again, is any surprise that one of the greatest collections of Boom Rookies listeners has producers coming together will happen at Bruce Stadium for the people's team and an official team of NRL Boom Rookies, the Canberra Raiders? I don't remember saying it was unofficially the team. Looking forward to it. It's always been the team that we've bandwagoned as yeah. a... Well, I mean, they, they're basically Dale's team. The Dragons mean nothing to him. But yeah. It's always been the team Fair that point. we've had the biggest soft spot for, I think. By, yes. by a distance, too, I think. Yeah. I, I, I can't really disagree with that. Yeah. Uh, 
RCB Sharks, where would you hide if you were in witness protection with a giant 69 on your face? <laughs> we were laughing about that before we started the podcast. Well, make, them, yeah. no make, idea. make them into 88s or something. Can you do that? Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> a, know. that's a white power tattoo, mate. <laughs> They'll never know. It, it just, I mean, the, the, the big issue for the bloke is uh, like when you point, point someone out in a, uh, in a court, they tend to find you. That's, uh, yeah. that's the take. It's also, he's one of those people, like, again, it doesn't matter where you go, you stand out. So, like, you're like, oh, I'll move to Korea. People will still, like, someone will say, oh, I saw this guy with 69 on his face today. Take a photo, go to the internet, and eventually he'll be found. Yeah. We should do face-off from uh, j- the good old days of John Travolta and Nick Cage with that dead guy, Extensation. That's, Sw- a, that's, a, bad, that's a bad film. <laughs> hey, you, you don't like watching an hour and a half of John Travolta impersonating Nick Cage and vice versa? How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> My apologies. That was before the era of deep fakes. <laughs> uh, Danny Boy, nine twenty five. Does being iron deficient lead to a vision in respect for people's segments? Question time for the people's segment. Oh, oh he's very shot, good. Taking shot at our iron deficient wow. co-host, oh, yeah, got it. who also lacks respect for the people's segment. Question that was time. great. And it is particularly the people's segment. Yeah, they, well, yeah the it was so great you didn't even get it. The first, the no, I love seconds. it. It was great. That's just my terrible question reading, uh, which is true. back to where it yeah, belongs. Yeah, I love this. Like somehow, like it's back where it belongs. Somehow, the guy who can't read is somehow expected to be the person that puts this segment on a pedestal. Look, mate, that's I how bad you are. I don't Listen, dumb bums. <laughs> I'm sorry that I talk too fast for your little brains to understand. Well, I'm also notoriously slow talking. What, what were you know? saying about not shitting on people during this segment? Well, we've pivoted <laughs> because <laughs> we all the I do is is this the real face off? Mitch is here every week to my own living room. Yeah. I do you my best night. for the people, and the people want to spit in my face. Well, we we acknowledge it. it. it we do acknowledge you. We acknowledge your efforts. They're not the best, but we acknowledge them. <sighs> okay, Josh <laughs> underscore Randall eighty five. Do less NRL stars go back and play Queensland and New South Wales Cup now than ten or fifteen years ago? And if so, do you think it has a negative effect on bringing through talent? Um, I don't know for a fact if less go back and it play than they like used they to. Probably would, but. Especially because they make more money now, they don't need to go back. About to say, a lot of people can just, a lot of them also push it longer with making more money now. But there's, you know, Steve Randolph went back and played Queensland Cup in 2002, which was nice. But, you know, you still have random guys in Queensland Cup who like come out of retirement and play. You Ben Hannah played again this year. Petro came out and played, but um, I think there's less of it. But I don't know enough for a fact. And is it got a negative effect on bringing through talent? No. There is a lot of spots in those grades. What has the negative effect on bringing through talent is the clubs at the top not, uh, sorry, spring their net wide enough. They look in their own systems and not yeah. out of them. Hmm. Uh, Gilby Ennis or Gillard, are we right to be sick of hearing what Gus Gould thinks? Yeah, sure. Yeah, the guy is just the human fume at this case. Yeah, at Man, this stage, too many Gould questions. Which player would produce the best rubbish on the face move this weekend? Well, he's playing, Mister Rubbish on his face. Mm. Cam's playing. Yeah, fair. Yeah. Pat Lawrence, 26. Phil Gould spent the week talking about political correctness, Gordon Mad, how things were better in the past, and that those in charge have no idea what they're doing. Can we assume that he is a climate change denialist who listens to Alan Jones? No, he listens to Phil Gould. Yeah, I don't think he, I don't think he consumes any other media other yeah. than himself, let's be quite <laughs> frank. Uh, Danny Boy, 1995, says, Is this the best castle quote? Dad said he wants Bungard to respect question time. Tell him he's dreaming. <laughs> <laughs> Fatsy Triple Eight. Tip for attending a wedding where you don't know a soul. He's uh, in parentheses. It's outside footy season, so finding people watching a game is an option. It's tough. Yeah. Can you get a plus it's one? Tough going to a, it's tough going to anything when you don't it, know anyone. Wedding's weirder because like, if you go to a party, generally you like, stand around and get really pissed and whatever, it figures itself out. But yeah. the wedding has that sit-down period of like, 
how are the kids and, you know? Yeah. And if you don't know who you've been, if you've been put on a dud table, which happens to the best of us, mm. not much you can do about it. Yeah. So, you know, if you go to a wedding for a, a, a work colleague, I've been there. Ugh. And you're kind of like, so what do you do for work? Oh, how no, do you know X? Well, we work together. Oh, right. What do you do? Same thing he does. It's, oh. Yeah. It's like on one side of me, I can talk about work. Other side, talk to someone that I work with the guy. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Butsy, he asks again, which NRL player is most likely to work out in a jockstrap and aviators? It's comparable to Gardner Minshew the second in uh, in America. Uh, jockstrap and aviators. They're all, they're all like getting naked. Uh, all of them. Ryan Pappenhausen. He looks like he would actually. He's got the moustache. He's got the look. It's a great call. It's too cold down there, though. And then he asks, why does Ryan Madison hate us when we show him nothing but love? It's a valid question. He thinks money is good. Tiger's not so good. (laughs) (laughs) Give more money to play Tigers. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Why spend more money when less money will do? Uh, RTB Sharks, does the sellout of Bruce mean that the ACT government will finally look at a new stadium in the city or they continue to kick that can down the road for entirety? entirety. Um, this is not... This is not a... This is not... No. Short answer. Two things. A, uh, the ACT government doesn't own Bruce Stadium. It's actually owned by the federal government through the Australian Sports Commission. Oh, bloody federals. Um, secondly, uh, the, the issue with Canberra not having a stadium at Lakeside is twofold. A, it could be within the parliamentary triangle, which would mean that they couldn't build it without federal approval. B, they put still, it in their fucking House of Representatives. They're still, they're still cleaning up the uh, the Mr. Fluffy asbestos stuff, which obviously is an issue. Um, if it was up to me, I know that it's heritage list that I would have built it on Northbourne Oval, which is in Braddon, but that's now the that's now the Raiders' training base. Um, but yeah, I think that Lakeside Stadium is genuinely the one thing that the city's missing. Um, like you see in in DC, they've got the two, they've got the National Stadium, which is at Buzzard Point. Um, down to the dockyards, the navy yards. Bungard, you'll know all about this. You've been at DC. And DC United have just built a stadium down there at Buzzard Point, which is kind of where the two rivers meet. And supposedly it goes off. It's down near the river. They're trying to revitalise that area. But, yeah, look, they've, they've got bigger fish to fry at this stage. Can we put it in Questacon? Can you imagine? It'd be great. Our, what we could do is, you know the free fall thing? We could just have that between the posts. That's just the Raiders season so, like every second year. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a representation. You drop, out, you drop out is actually you just you stand at the top of the free <laughs> fall and you just fall down and wherever you land, that's, that's where you it. get to play the ball. Uh, RCB Sharks, oh, he just asked that, sorry. Thought on FB, Layla Will versus Wayne in the Doyle Sexual Fantasy Bowl. Who does Mitch want to win and who would he spend a dinner date with? Okay, well, I never want to meet Wayne. I've had opportunities to meet him, and I've avoided doing that because yeah. that's a man I've idolised for near thirty years. Mm. It just there's just no like dinner or social setting that can live up to that image, you know. The difference if I got to spend a you know a, like a holiday with Wayne, get to know him, but I yeah. couldn't do the one night, you know. So it's obviously Joey. You don't want to go on a date with him. That's you want to you want to spend some time, get to know the man. And I I feel like I want the Raiders to win. Like the the real personal team I want to win will emerge when the game kicks off, as it generally does. But I do feel like it's the Raiders at this point. I think I think if you were to go and say a dinner date or getting a drink with either of them, like the good thing about it is, if you go and get a drink with Joey, like you know the beers are going to be poured well because Rappin is going to be there. Yeah, you know they're they're inseparable. You'll be looking <laughs> over at the bar, getting the wink from the barman, cheap drinks. There's a, there's a there's a spark in his eye too, Dale. <laughs> It's actually just a head injury, <laughs> mate. <laughs> uh, Dangerous got anger. Should the Broncos sign KLG out of retirement to be their halfback? Well, that makes it... That's it. Ticked all the boxes on halfback bingo. We've been linked to every single one in the competition. We've done it. Do you want, do you want Ben Hunt back? Oh, that, that'll, that'll come soon. Yeah. Homesickness or something. Yeah, for sure. It was... What was it? 11 halfbacks we were linked to by Thursday. That was great. Anyway, wow. Lachlan underscore Hancock. 
the old McEnough system is better than the current final system. Please debate. Well, this no. is, is this a Nick Campton plant? I I disagree. So do I. It, yeah. it made a lot of whack things happen, but also it made a lot of dud finals. Mm-hmm. It's like when you look back on anything with nostalgia. Remember the f- the cool games when someone like from seventh beat second. Didn't the Warriors beat the Storm eighth from first? Yes, yeah. you yeah. still suck. You forget ninety nine percent of the games was a drubbing one way, and then also you'd get like knocked out if you're like fourth, or you get knocked no, out. The, no, the, sorry, fifth the, you get knocked out. Sorry. No, the problem yeah. was that most of the, the the problem was that. They were completely meaningless games most years. Yeah. That four versus five game was almost always completely meaningless. Because you couldn't really get knocked out. Mm. No, it would, you'd need six and seven to both win. Like, yeah. which Because eight never won, basically, except for that one time. Or two yeah. Time, I don't know. yeah. And then also like, you could like come third, lose, and then not host the final the next week. That was the worst part of the whole thing was in 09, Para eighth beat the Dragons first. Week two of the finals, the Dragons had to go to Brisbane to play the Broncos. I enjoyed that. I'm sh- and they knocked them out. <laughs> but, and that was very funny, yeah. but it shouldn't have happened. No. It's ridiculous. But, okay, maybe bring it back for the memes you're saying. <laughs> bring it back for the memes is fine, but, <laughs> but no. It's like with um, um, even the, the best game ever played, the Roosters Tigers, that 100 minute game, mm-hmm. right? So the Roosters needed to win. The Roosters finished six and they won. And they actually did need to win that game to survive. But the Tigers, that game meant nothing to them. The Tigers and Roosters both played the next week in the, in the mm. same week, the finals. Yep. Yep. Anyway, his next question is, I'm an NRL referee. I make a mistake in round one of the 2020 season and blow a head-eye tackle for a, to a legs tackle. Penalty, sorry. For a legs tackle. To please the media, I do A, try not to make this mistake again, or B, award every legs tackle a high tackle penalty for the rest of the season to be consistent. <laughs> B. You obviously get the call wrong the rest of the season to be consistent. You have to be consistent. Or have a feel for the game or something. Or the people are ruining... Someone's ruining something. Ethan Shields says, Is it is talk about a return to a five-minute symbiote opening Pandora's box? Are you guys a fan of discretion in the rules or black and white officiating? I uh, don't give a fuck. <laughs> Whatever the rules are, I'll fly with them. I don't want the five-minute Symbian back because we're whinging about the the, the, the Symbian is... Sorry, the send-off is dead, so he then brought in 10-minute Symbians for things, everything. Then they'll change it to five-minute Symbians and a 10-minute Symbian will die, and soon we'll have 40-second Symbians. Five minutes isn't enough. No, it's not. Five minutes can be wasted from, like, score one try. Or, you know, yeah. the, it's, it can be two sets sometimes, kick the ball out, whatever. Not Symbian's fine the way Maybe. Here's, here's, a, here's a hot one for you. Uh... Stop cheating. Ten minute power play. Ten minute power play. Right. So your player goes off. Let's say you throw a punch. He joins the other team. He joins the other team, <laughs> and he gets to punch them from behind. No. So so you you your player goes off. Right. So it's a it's a minor thing. So like a professional foul or you know something. We'll we'll cr- cross that bridge when we come to it. Player goes off. As soon as the other team has scored a try, they get to come back on. See, I like that for. Um I think you can't just use so that like for goal, so like goal, so like goal line no, professional. Is, fouls. I think it's for deliberate. This is a yeah. I think for this is a rule I actually would bring in. If you give away a penalty inside your own twenty, yep, you are off the field until your team gets the ball back. That will eliminate I like deliberate that penalties. I like mm. that one more instantly. Yeah, I, I agree. The reason I like that one more because say you're up by twelve, or until your team gets out of the twenty, for example. So say you're up by twelve, for example, or up by ten with three or four minutes to go. You are doing everything to get Sinbin at yep. that point. Because if it's the next time they score, or you go back on, like whatever. Like you can do any foul play to stop a try and yeah. you go back. Well, whatever I get Sinbin, but if they score anyway, I'll come back on. We're, only down, we're, only up, we're up by four still. Yeah. 
But uh, I don't. I'm just one of those. Like sometimes some rules, we don't need to change the rules every bloody year and whatever. So we're getting we're getting to the point where it's like the AFL. Well, genu- you know? no, yeah. but like the only thing that I genuinely think is a blight on the game is those deliberate goal line penalties. That's the only thing that yeah. I actually think we need to do something about. Everything else is fine. It, in my opinion, it's just one warning, sin bin, go away. Yeah, yeah and like I'm against obviously um, the seven tackle set for errors. In the opposition in goal, but whatever. I'm not, it's not gonna I also think me. that shouldn't be a seven dollars except for a missed field goal, but anyway. Yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, next question comes from what is Smalley tweets. Who was more disadvantaged? Manly having Jake Turbo off for 10 minutes or South having to play full, full 80 with Gagai? Oh, great. <laughs> great. Definitely. <laughs> Congratulations. Boone was 05. Ryan Madison's three clubs he will soon have left because he didn't like where they played him. Well, that's, that's terrible English. <laughs> How much would you love the Tigers to play him in his first cup for two years? Um, I'm not that bitter about it. It's not like he's leaving my club. I wouldn't say, like... I guess Tigers fans might say, let him rot in reserve grade, but who does that help? No one. Doesn't help the Tigers. Yeah, they're still paying for him. Yeah. Doesn't help anybody. No. Like, whatever. And he's, he still get paid to sit in reserve grade. Can, like, can they loan him out so that he can't wait, play against West? I, I Look, thought he wanted to play in the middle. I'm very confused. No, that's the thing I find weird because I've always thought he's a fantastic middle, but quite clearly he doesn't like playing there now, I guess we've found out. But, okay. like, the thing the Tigers are doing is, like, you know what's better than, like, just losing Ryan Madison is getting something back for him. That's just it. Like, what, why are they in what reserve grade when they can get something for him? You know, they're, they're apparently yeah. they're trying to get like AJ Brimson. E- it's like, well, that's it's that's a, well. If I'm losing Madison, if I get a Brimson back, I'll be okay a, with that's it. That's a that's a great deal. Yeah, that'd like, be a good deal. You know, it's be- better than letting him rot or just letting him walk. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, and it and it does hurt if you're a Tigers fan. I get that. You're probably your best player this year, and one of your best signings you've ever had in, t- in terms of performance the first year. But like, and he's being a douche about it. He signed that contract, whatever. But. You know, you say that he's being a douchebag, he's on that contract. You're the same club trying to retire someone medically right now, trying to punt Russell Packer, trying to punt Josh Reynolds. Like, it goes both ways. Yeah. Can't have your cake and eat it. Kind exactly of right. Uh, Swan Moore. Will Dolphin Stadium provide a better atmosphere than Suncorp for Queensland Cup Grand Final? Uh, yeah, you assume so. Obviously, playing in a near-empty Suncorp was never the world's greatest atmosphere. Where, where do you think it should be played? I think I think that's probably it. The, do- the Dolphin Stadium. Dolphins, like, yeah. The it's best great, reserve great stadium. Ground. It is great ground. And uh, but you know, as we know now with the NRL Grand Final having the state championship, it can't really pl- be played before any significant games. But say the Broncos had, had a prelim final. I know, I know, we're talking crazy here. But if they were to host a prelim final in the next twenty-seven years or so, so, <laughs> so the the Earth has been swallowed by been swallowed. A, either a nuclear winter or the sun. Yes, they they could potentially open for that. That'd be all right though. Uh, Hamish Neal, given the Titans' feed of the Burley Bears is into Queensland Cup decider. Should that 17 start for Gold Coast Titans round one next season? Well, I've not, heard worse ideas. But yeah, also half these guys weren't good enough for the... <laughs> <all right. laughs> he makes so, a good so, point. Yeah. Bone yeah. Cone, with Matt Lodge being captain and the signing of his offer next year for my Broncos, will that mean that logical choice for playmaker at seven is Ivan Malat? <laughs> Mate. He was a gun player. <laughs> Pure Avgas. Will using Collingwood's ground for training help the storm at all? Are there any other cases of this you know of? Uh, yeah, I'll tell you why it'll help. Mm. It's got a fence around it. Yeah. Because they train on the side of a freeway. Or the side, sorry, St. Kilda Road. They train on the side of a, a road. I mean, people borrow other uh, training grounds all the time, teams do. It's like when a World Cup's on, everyone's borrowing someone's ground. But yeah. Also, it's like Bro- Broncos have trained at Lions facilities and vice versa. It's not that new. It's just it's finals time. It gets more attention. Yeah. And, and as I said, like, I mean, it's not really ideal when you're playing for a... You're practicing for a grand final qualifier in a public park. 
Like it's yeah. it's it's just not good. I mean, we we at the, on this podcast have discussed previously spying in public parks, have we not, Matthew Bungard? Uh, Excuse you. Well, look, look. The police wanted to hey, speak to you about it. He's still here in time. Yeah, he's still here. But yeah, like I, I can, I can just imagine the storm stumping up to training at Gosh's Paddock next to Edward, next to the stadium, and like the the rooster staff just like sitting on the path with deck chairs and being like, "There's no reason. There's no reason we have to leave. We're in a public space." Yeah. Okay. Uh, not LVO five says is Wayne Bennett's admission that he was thinking of what they should do in preseason with twenty minutes to go. Proof that the dressing room has lost him. I don't know if he knows where the dressing rooms are. I look, my, my old man Wayne, my old mate there in that press conference called Ethan Lowe Diamond Lowe after scratching his brain for and five minutes. Campbell Murray. And and it's not an indictment on Wayne Bennett, it's an indictment on the rest of you that he's still like the second best coach in the bloody league. <laughs> he can walk around, not know the score at half time, <laughs> forget players' no, names. He's got form for that. There he was does. The, he goes down early. Yeah, well, so this is. Um, you, you, I mean, Dale won't remember this game. You will, because it was a Broncos South game. It was the 03 game when South were winning with one play to go. Yep. And Gordon Towles stripped Paul Stringer of the ball, and um, Brent Tate, I think, scored in the corner, and they won the game. Yep. Wayne Bennett didn't know they'd won. Until like five minutes after the game finished, because yeah. he'd walk down to like shake Paul Langmack's hand or whatever, and like yeah. go to the sheds. He had no idea. But yeah. think some coaches leave the box like minutes before. Well, the the one difference is generally coaches who leave the box early now, which is not he's not the only one that does it. They generally get the result radio to them. But yeah, it's actually a funny press conference. He's obviously like on another planet during it for some reason. But he goes on. He's like he's listening to Jason Dimitri saying. Like it's three tries all or something, and and Wayne's sitting there thinking, "Jesus, something's wrong with Jason today." <laughs> and he's like, "Roast a team for being down a try," and then Sam was like, uh, "Wayne, it's uh, we're up, <laughs> we're up two points." I feel like they should. Cause you know how some some um, some dressing rooms they'll have like a clock so they know how long of, of half time they've got left. Yeah, maybe they should just have a little mini scoreboard and maybe like you know some refreshers. Yeah, where they're playing. Who the Prime Minister is, you know, help the bloke with the head but knock. This, but this is why he can't let Wayne down. The boys know this is all he's got. He, if, he, if he lose pre-season, he's already thinking about pre-season. I, I don't know if you can let him down because he's, I don't know if he knows. I don't know if he remembers what it's like to be exactly. let down. Exactly. That's how he's adapted. You know, other coaches going down to the league and they find ways of adapting. Turns out Wayne better adopting the senile old grandfather move <laughs> towards the end of his career that the boys just feel sorry for him if they let him down. has been another genius move by the GOAT. This, we'll ne- <laughs> he'll never not be able to coach in first grade. They can never let me down if I don't remember yeah, they are. Yeah, in, in, in 25 years, the players will be holding his hand, walking him up to the box and putting, okay, Wayne, you sit there. We'll do our best, Wayne. Okay. <laughs> what percentage chance do you think there is that he knows the difference between Tom and George? <laughs> Neil, Neil. That's why getting rid of George. This is ridiculous. <laughs> uh, and I think I've got a head knock. Does he know there's two of them? I've got a head knock. I keep seeing there's two blokes, but I'm swear there's only one. Yeah. Definitely thinks Liam Knight is one of them. He, oh, well, <laughs> I've called him Liam Knight Burgess or Liam Burgess yeah, for the last two months. He's he a Burgess. Uh, and this, uh, I don't really want to ask this one, but we'll let, we'll let it go. Not Elvie's last question is, you say you had a bet with someone on the result of a football season over, I don't know, a carton of beer. How many months of hourly abuse would it take you to think, hey, this guy's being a bit of a jerk. I don't think I want to provide him with beers as a reward. Uh, probably about a week. I think you just pay your debts. Pay your bills. I mean, the... You know, people. Nick Canton makes bet, beer bets with a jerk all the time and loses to him. And he, he does. Like, like, and as a jerk does. with a beer full of fr- uh, fridge full of beer, <laughs> yeah, let me tell you, yeah, that's exactly. a pretty good system. He's, he still pays his bets. <laughs> well, he, he's, he's, yeah, some. And then, yeah. Also, what beer would you buy said jerk as punishment for such behaviour? So, wait, you are going to buy the beers? Oh, buy him any pale ale. Storm from suck. Aldi. Yeah. 
Well, considering it's Simo, buy him the most expensive craft beer, craft beer you can find. Yeah, good and answer, actually. Be yeah, furious. Pim. Anything with more than 4Xs on it, Ness. Buy him 5X. 5X. This get, is too bitter. Very angry. Yeah, that's it. Okay, that's all the questions. Fantastic. Thanks again, gentlemen. Oh, yeah. Next time you see me, we'll be... Uh, well, one of our teams, Dale, will be in a grand final. I'm looking forward to the loosest weekend in the nation's capital since uh, Gough Whitlam yeah, was sacked. it's a shame we have to head back on Saturday morning. Yeah, it is. Oh, well, and I won't be here next week again, which was great. Oh. Misses is in town, and you don't get my time, people. Congratulations. <laughs> That'll be fantastic for you. Anyway, guys, thanks again. Goodbye. We'll see you in the next yeah. one. Yeah.